Special Mikey is not here for a very good reason. Um, the crew of us are all going to KuCon today, minus Anthony, because Anthony is not feeling well enough to travel, unfortunately. I hope you feel better, Anthony. The core crew, the non-occasional hosts. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> well, <laughs> everyone is turning into an occasional host lately. So I am joined here by, of course, Hindu Anthony. Hey, what's up, Buttercup? And by the wonderful and beautiful Kirstie Smurf Erica. Hola. And Rowan had to chime in, too, on that intro. No, that wasn't Ro. Who was that? Was that your baby, Anthony? My baby? Oh, yeah, that's that's Aiden. Oh, okay. I was hearing ghost babies in the background. That's spooky. It's hard to think of him as a baby anymore. He's a, he's a toddler. He's like, how old is he now? He's two. And the, the, the other beautiful voice joined us today is our very special guest. Um, one of our first guests is actually returning... We have Christy Shin, the owner and lead artist of Horror Tora Studios. Hey, Christy, welcome. I'm lying around like a cat. I am quietly happy. Christy, could you give uh, our listeners a short intro about yourself? Yeah, I am a lead owner and artist, uh, creator of comic books for Horror Tora Studios. And I have a website, www.horrortorastudios.com. I make screwed up stuff and put it online and people laugh at it and read it and they say it's metal. I came out with a book, Personal Monsters, a couple of years back, and I have other titles as Sepulchre. And now I actually came out with a new title called Demon Bitch. It's a weekly comic series, webs comic, released every Monday. I'm going to take the opportunity to describe Demon Bitch. Demon <laughs> Bitch is everything irreverent about anything irreverent jacked up to the 10th degree. <laughs> yes, most definitely. I'm even more interested now. There are jokes about women who fake pregnancies. There are jokes about whores. It's amazing. <laughs> it's done by a woman, so you can't be mad. Oh, God. One of my good friends actually told me that she says, you are my hero. You took every bitch that was horrible to us and you made it into demon bitch. Like, OK, cool. Hmm. I even have fan art already. <laughs> There's this one girl named Maria Zorolita. Um, Oh, I fart. My, it's early in the morning. I don't have my coffee. I, I apologize. But she does a lot of My Little Pony covers, right? And she actually did on Instagram. She said, hey, you know, I might have made her too cute, but here's Demon Bitch. I'm like, whoa, what? She does like IPs for kids and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm very touched. What can I say? Well, I think you found a gem with Demon Bitch. I think Demon, Demon Bitch is going to be very popular. Thank you. Well, especially you. now that our that our tens of listeners are going to tell everybody about it. Well, I envisioned her having plushies because people love that shit. Plushies a demon bitch, you know? <laughs> I already have it envisioned, too. <laughs> and people can have it, and they can sleep with the demon bitch and not get herpes, and uh, there you go. Jesus. <laughs> her herpes have scabies. It's really bad. <laughs> she comes from the 13th level of hell where people, the demon, other demons throw their gum wrappers and dog shit. So is the tagline for Demon Bitch is Demon Bitch, her herpes have scabies. You know, that could be a tagline. That could be a tagline. It's just the quick little blurb for it is pretty much she's a demon and she wants to bring the second coming of the Antichrist and all that other fun shit that we have read in the Bible. Right. 
except she's terrible at it. She's really incompetent and stupid. So you see her going like, I can tempt men now, but she just goes to the seediest bars. She doesn't even try to hit the high rollers or she tries. But I mean, there's one campaign where she goes on Planned Parenthood and that fails miserably. You'll have to read that one. <laughs> it's bad. I have to say, I get the same kind of feeling when reading Demon Bitch that I get when playing Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel a little bit more terrible inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it just shows you the seediness, but it's like she kind of fucks over seedy people, too, and you kind of feel sorry for them. <laughs> oh, my God. Demon it's Bitch. Like, Demon Bitch. It makes you feel more terrible so- inside, but in a good yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's somebody more horrible than you. <laughs> I just want to take a quick opportunity to... um let everybody remember that we have a Patreon. Um, Nerd Podcast Radio Patreon is patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. And we put bonus episodes on there every week. Um, we have tons of bonus content for $3 patrons and up. We put our episodes up early for patrons, which are going to start to be non-edited episodes just because that's quicker. Plus, you get to see some of the outtakes and stuff like that. And also, thank you to all of our patrons who support us. We have a great community of patrons, and they suggest great topics they suggested our game of thrones topic last week so thank you so much patrons for bringing good content to us yeah Uh you go people today we are using our random topic generator that was donated by a listener um dylan shanahan donated um a program he made in java that lets us generate random topics but before we get into that we have to play everyone's favorite game what's nerdy with you And what's nerdy with you? All of us share the nerdiest thing we did this week. And then at the end, we vote using a very complex, time-consuming system of voting. Christy, since you're our guest, you get to go first. What was nerdy with you this week? Uh, I was obsessed about graphene. I was thinking about marshmallows a little while ago because I saw clouds. (laughs) Plus, I also was thinking up new and different ways how to create better. That's the three major things. I like that you went with just how you are and didn't like just try to come up with some incredibly nerdy thing you did. I like that you're like just sharing how nerdy of a person you are in your general life. That's really cool. Thank you. And watching my cats fight earlier that morning, that was funny too. You didn't only think about graphene. You made us all think about graphene. I insist. That's right. Yeah, I insisted. Like, Erica, I got to give her props. You guys were telling me she, like, she heard about it. She's like, I got to read this shit. And she did. And she's like, yeah, this is cool. Th- yeah, that's right. Like, it popped up on the on the chat, and I was like, graphene? I vaguely remember hearing about this. Why does she want to talk about it? Is it that interesting? Then I looked it up, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is interesting. I was like, this thing has so many properties and so many uses. I was like, yeah, this is definitely worth talking about. Yeah, it's quite amazing. You can make things out of it, and they're very, very high-stress things. All right, Anthony, what was nerdy with you this week? feel like I should be sharing the thing that happened to me two weeks ago because I didn't get to share it last week, so I'm just going to share that thing. Me and my girlfriend went to a goth club like two weeks ago to LARP as vampires. You know, I knew you were going to do that, but I didn't know you were going to a goth club. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah he said he was. Don't you listen? No. Well, no. Originally, it wasn't a goth club. That kind of got changed like halfway through the week because um, a lot of people couldn't show up. So we decided to do so the storyteller decided to do like a special event thing at a goth club. Oh, you were going to somebody's house initially. I have no idea where it was originally going to be at. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't pay, know. I just know where the fuck I ended up. Yeah, I pay attention. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell? You're inventing yeah, memories, no, Erica. No, no, you don't. 
Michael's not this here. Is not Shut the Matrix. Fuck up, Erica. Shut the fuck up, Brian. She's gonna hit oh, you. That now. actually hurt my feelings a little bit. Shut the oh, fuck up, both of you. Yes. <laughs> oh, just shut up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm starting to like be aware of how much of a bully I normally am because of how the those sharp feelings those gave me. I don't know if I can. Nah, shut the fuck up, Brian. Don't, don't, don't listen to your feelings. <laughs> feelings That's are irrelevant. Feelings. <laughs> you don't have feelings. You're a man. Wow, that was bad. What was the club like, Anthony? Interesting. I've never been to a goth club. Goth stance, very weird. I saw this video on YouTube. It was like, how do they dance? It was like, I saw this video on YouTube and it was like, how goth stance. You could look it up and it's this lady explaining how goth stance. And I was like, watching, I was like, there's no way goth stance like that. No, they do. The video is spot on. She explains how goth stance very well. Like, there's, I saw somebody who was like waving their arms in the air like they were a tree. There was a dude rolling on the floor, just rolling on the floor. Are you fucking serious? There was a guy. I never his, said that. He had his hands behind his back and he was like stomping around, just stomping to the beat, uh, beat of the bass. Wow. I mean, I guess to each in their own. The music wasn't bad. Like industrial goth music is not bad. It's pretty good. No, yeah, I, 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 I like the music. Man, it, it just reminds me back in the day, like they just kind of like waved their arms around, kind of like did that swaying motion like a willow. God, I'm being poetic here. And then or like they're like. Yeah, and they have this like weird drugged out look to them and shit. But yeah, that's pretty much when when I've gone to goth bars, that's what's happened. Or goth clubs. They they swayed their arms around like um. They swayed their like, whole body around like a little like, willow branch. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking like, about super the eighties. I thought you were talking about the eighties movie. I was trying to remember somebody who waved their arms around in that. No, 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 no. Although I think that the Romantics did that too. Like there's like I think there was goss, but then there was the romantics and you know, like they they dressed all in fucking Renaissance, not Renaissance, but like 1700, 1800s gear, you know, blousey poet shirts and shit like that. So that's back in the day. But and then when you hit the 90s goth, they got more industrial and they wore the fetish pants and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Multiple times I saw women walking around without shirts and like black tape over their nipples. Oh, like demon bitch. Yeah, that was like a very common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because, I mean, not to detract, but the reason why I drew Demon Bitch, I kind of envisioned her body like Marilyn Manson, who's like 50 <laughs> and is still trying to wear like vinyl pants like he was 20. I mean, he's not in bad <laughs> shape, but, you know, like when you get older, shit sags. So it's like it doesn't quite work. And then I did the fucking pasty electrical tape shit on there. <laughs> All right, Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? So I missed last week because I went to Canada with my family. And we had a good time, and we did, like, the whole sightseeing, historical, blah, blah, blah. And it was good. But um, because it was Labor Day weekend, there was no uh, new Rick and Morty episode, which made my heart super sad. Eric, I have a question for you. What? How do you spell Canada? Uh, (laughs) C-A-N-A-D-A. Oh, that's D-A. funny. So anyway, so my heart was super sad that there was no new Rick and Morty to watch. Um, so I rewatched the first and second season, and I'm still rewatching the third season. And then I realized that I love it so much that I had to have it as my ringtones. So I emailed Matt, uh, Senor Kerbal, who was on a couple weeks ago, and said, hey, I need this as a ringtone. And he goes, okay, here you go. So now, anytime anybody calls me, everybody has a different Rick and Morty ringtone. Different phrase. So what a stand-up my- man. <laughs> when when Anthony calls me, it says, what's up, Buttercup? 
Does it? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I took it from the podcast. Oh. And when I, you well, call me the Smurf tone, the Smurf songs plays. I love it. Because you're short. I know, because I'm short. <laughs> you know, one time a long time ago in another life, I, when I worked at Home Depot, I watched this really terrible movie. And the, one of the guys who played the rich dude, it was just bad. You know, like they take over this rich guy's house, whatever. And this rich guy was played by the actor that used to play the old school Ronald McDonald, apparently, right? So he hears about these idiots having a party at his fucking house. I mean, this is like a shitty, like, 80s titty movie or something, right? So I forgot even the title. But, like, they like partying and stuff. And, like, they, they were bad guys trying to kidnap her. It was badly acted. So anyway, so he this old Ronald McDonald guy, like, drives back with his much younger wife. And he's just like, I'm so angry. I'm so angry that these kids took over my house. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it, honey nipples. And I like told told the dude, I dare you at Home Depot. I dare you to call this other dude honey nipples. And he did it. <laughs> I, I want to know what happened. Yeah. I think he called them cheesy nuts, too. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I instigate shit. I don't know. <laughs> but I just make people do dumb, funny shit. That's it. That's funny. So, Brian, what was nerdy with you this week? Oh, my gosh. We are a well-oiled machine. Okay, what'd you do? So, um, what I did this week was um, on so, I, so last week on Labor Day weekend, I was just going to lounge and do nothing, and I got a message from a friend who said, "I'm at the con. Why aren't you at the con?" And I said, "I don't know." And she said, "I have a free bed. You just come down. You don't have to pay for a hotel." And I went, "Cool." So I went to Strategicon and at the LAX Hilton. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I went nice. for I went for Sunday Monday and I played two Pathfinder Society games and I hung out with people who were playing board games and I met Ivan Van Buren from Geek and Sundry. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, that was really neat. I'm going to share a picture when this goes live. Um we took a picture cool. together. Fucking uh, throw that selfie up on Facebook. Hello? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to mute real quick. Oh, okay. Um so um, that was the setup for the nerdy thing. The um, nerdiest thing I did while there is so I met Ivan Van Buren and I totally spazzed out when I first met him. I walked into him and I was like, I know who you are and you're a guy on YouTube and you were on King of the Nerds. And I'm like totally spazzing out while he's trying to wrangle his child. Oh, damn. And it <laughs> the was best super, ever. Super, it was super, super awkward and super, super embarrassing for me. And I walked away completely and totally dejected. Like feeling like an idiot. I walked around the corner and the second I walked around the corner, someone goes, hey, you're Super Vegan Brian from Nerd Podcast Radio. Are you da -da -da. serious? Da -da -da -da. The second I walked around the corner. Da -da -da -da. That's awesome. It was ridiculous. Um, found a piece of the Triforce, my friend. Yeah. And I was like so caught off guard. I was like laughing and he was like, what? And I was and it became awkward at first. And I was like, no, thank you, man. You want to take a picture? <laughs> That's really cool. So um, and then I ran into Ivan Van Buren later and he apologized for the awkwardness and I apologized for the awkwardness. And we talked for a little bit and took a picture. Oh, that was nice. I mean, yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you think, oh, shit, I fucked up really bad. It's like the other person probably thinks so, too, like how they fucked up. And yeah, turns out, no, it was just life. Well, it was early at the con and I ran into him when he was trying to get his kids set up and stuff. And it was like the wrong time to run into somebody. And yeah, yeah. So that was my nerdy thing. Um, so the way we vote is um, actually, Erica, you want to handle this? You explained it so much better than I do. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, so our voting uh, now consists of everybody gets however many widgets there are people plus one. So in this case, everybody has four, uh, five widgets today. And you can allocate your widgets uh, however you deem appropriate uh, amongst everyone, amongst your just yourself or just one person. And whoever wins gets the no prize. This is exciting. known as the nerdy bat of Bag of poop. No prize. I love my no (laughs) prize. So, So Christy, do you want to go first? Um, Okay. I haven't played this game before, so I'll probably do it badly. But okay. Let's do this. So, okay. I say, okay. (laughs) You have have five. Put them where you want. We got Christy, Anthony, Erica, Brian. Okay. uh, Well, okay. Since um, I'll go ahead and put some on Erica because she, like, I'll put two on Erica. And then I'll put. One on myself and um, one on Brian, and I guess I'll just kind of throw it at Anthony. That is a very political way of handing out tickets. Or which- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she actually read my shit, so what can I say? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Research. She cared. Anthony. So- I didn't do it. Five widgets. Mm, I think three need to go to Brian. So that's oh, pretty cool. And then I'm gonna give one to myself because I don't know. I think I think pretending to be a vampire at a goth club is pretty fucking nerdy. Yeah, and then I agree. I Erica, one, two. I got five. I only I thought that four. was all five. Oh, that oh. was four. Okay, go ahead. One more. One, two, Christy. Yay! Because she's just sharing her just general nerdy self, and that's that's lovely. And yeah. Erica. So, uh, while pretending to be a vampire at a club is very nerdy, and I feel like a very 90s thing to do, um, <laughs> I have to say that Brian getting recognized was also pretty awesome. Yeah, and, that was cool. And Christy for definitely just being like, this is who I am, and I much respect for that. So, okay. I'm going to go with um, Brian gets three, and Christy gets two. Yay. And Brian, it is your turn. Where do your widgets go? Well, I would have already said if I wasn't muted. Oh. I am going to give all of my five widgets to Anthony. Oh, that's lovely. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Why? Because you got to do a nerdy thing that made me jealous. I like that just seems like a really cool part of subculture to hit and get to play vampire at a goth club. I I mean, it's sort of like playing D&D in a cave. It's just... A super nerdy thing to do, and it made me want to do it too. And I actually do dance like that when I go to goth clubs. <laughs> We're actually in January. We're probably not going to be going to the same LARP anymore because our friend Eric uh, is going to be starting his own like vampire LARP in Santa Ana. So nice. Before, before I announce the winner, I just want to thank Mike Myler for designing our very time-consuming gamed voting method. Mike Myler is a game designer and he came up with this when he was a guest and we've been using it ever since. So I like it. The winner is a tie between Brian and Anthony. Yay. Yay. Christy follows up second and um, Erica follows up third. So Anthony, I don't know. um, You can keep the poop on weekends and you know, you can send it to me during the week. The, the bag of the, the nerdy, no prize, the bag of nerdy poop. Yeah, I'll take the bag. You can have the poop. Okay. (laughs) That sounds good. Because who wants a smelly bag? I'd prefer a smelly bag over poop. So we are using our random random nerdy topic generator. We have tons of stuff in here today. Um, We have graphene, books, clowns, marshmallows, Warhammer, 
a day in the life of a nerd, Kickstarters, X-Files, and Nerdy Shirt in Europe. So, silent drumroll, generate. And our first topic is graphene. Now, Christy, since you suggested this one, tell us about graphene. Why is this a nerdy topic? Because it is a completely man-made, man-made material made out of graphite. <laughs> They adjusted the molecules, so it's just as strong as carbon fiber, but it's only a molecule thick. And you can use it for airplane wings to car bodies from everything. It's one of the most single, most strongest and flexible material, man-made materials you ever have in the world. It can support, I think, steel beams and things like that. I don't know what other applications, because I found out about this a few years ago, but graphene is just rocks. Like, I can graphene feel like it cannot pencil. support steel beams. They cannot? Oh, damn. Well, I know it can do it was an inside job. Oh, <laughs> F you, man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> All right. This like, is our new segment. Anthony's jokes explained to Brian, because I didn't understand that. It's a giant internet joke that um, about about 9-11 where a bunch of people are like, it's a conspiracy to like. Um, oh, God. Jet fuel can Yeah, jet fuel can't melt steel beams, and it's a giant like internet joke meme. And so... I, I, I went a little further by going, graphene cannot support steel beams. Inside job. Okay, I understand now. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I felt really left out because everybody got that. <laughs> At first, I thought it was serious because I hadn't read, a, read graphene in a while. Like, I didn't know any new things. And I thought, did I get confused? And I was like, oh, wait, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's like a No, no, you didn't because graphene is actually stronger than steel. So, and it is a, uh, you're, you're right, it's only a molecule thick, but the way that the carbon atoms are connected is similar to diamonds. So, um, it it's extremely extremely strong so it, it, it's great it, it, it really is damn it i should have a ring made out of graphene so when i get married you know that shit you know that's forever till we after we die bound when, eternally <laughs> when i was looking into graphene i the thing i thought was really cool about it was that it was discovered in 1962 but then it was forgotten about and then rediscovered in 2010 yeah yeah to be like a useful thing rather than just a discovery oh it's, yeah like it's, it's Super, super useful. So, so sorry, Christy. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I read all this, so I'm like, it's all like fresh. So they are discovering amazing things. They are discovering um, that it uh, is. Um, I have a headache, so I'm having trouble right now. But it it's okay. moves current uh, very well, better than uh, silicon. So there, it can replace silicon. It can actually make computers faster based on that. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's only a molecule thick, so it's going to be like ridiculously thin and fast, and be able to make computers and devices even smaller. It can be used to distill uh, salt out of water to create. Mm massive amounts of fresh water very easily um it can be used to replace lithium ion batteries i mean this oh, that's fucking cool. is is amazing it is the top of the line right now in research Ooh, i wonder if they're actually using it in real life stuff i know they can but i just don't know if they have i think they've used it in airplane wing i know that something to I, do know, with I, I don't know if it's absolutely if it's being used right now i know it's on like like research it is being researched for so so many things um top of top of the list right now is using it for both battery and computing purposes those are the those are the two pieces that they that they are really trying to stabilize um be, because it's going to be amazing well when i was reading about it 
I was noticing that whenever graphene is shown in a diagram or in a in a microscopic view, it looks like a honeycomb. So I immediately thought it would be a really cool story if they designed like nanotechnology to to fabricate graphene, but the nanotechnology looked like bees. <laughs> well, they do. I think they do do honeycomb stuff. Well, you know, I saw plenty of big furry bees in Europe, so that made me think of bees fondly. Sorry, you're trying to get your random topic in early. No, I'm not. I, I just like I just thought. When you just said, like, they're going to be bees, I said, I saw a lot of bees in Europe. That was cool. Plus, I thought of Coyote Peterson when he went to a killer beehive. I think a lot of random tangents. Oh, I love Coyote Peterson. He hurts himself all the time. And I've got all my girlfriends going, like, and they watch it, and they say, why does he do this to himself? I said, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. And then they'll come at me, like, five hours later, say, oh, my God, he did this. Why did he do this? I'm like, you're still watching this shit? She's like, I don't know. I can't stop watching. It's so funny how he hurts himself. I said, yeah, I had a lot of guy friends. They did that all the time. That's a joke that I have uh, about my husband and his friends. Like when when you leave all the guys alone together, nobody is going to tell each other that that's a terrible plan. And I always come back and somebody is hurt. Some Something yeah. is broken or somebody is hurt. And I'm not trying to be sexist in any way. It's just, it's hilarious that they never try to talk each other out of it. And I don't know if it's just him and his friends or if that's just like a, a general social thing. I've never heard the story before. Like me and my girlfriends went out and I dared my girlfriend to jump over, jump over something and she broke her leg. I've never heard that story, but I've heard that story three times from guy friends. Yeah, exactly. That That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I don't know if it's just like the socialization part where like we don't come up with stupid things to do or if we do, it's more like a uh, like individual thing. Yeah, it's like an awkward thing. Like, hey, I, I go hit on that guy or something like there, there's no physical repercussions. Anytime like like the guys get left alone, it seems like somebody is hurt or something is damaged. There's some sort of physical repercussion on the, on, the, on that dare or that situation. Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, I did plenty of shit and I hurt myself a lot, but I was alone. But I just didn't do it in a way that required me to go get go to the ambulance or anything. Maybe because I thought it out a little bit or thought things through or took precautions. Because like where I used to, I grew up once in Hayward when I was a kid. And there was all that oak grass all around and it's all dry. And then we had our backyard. So it's like, okay, I don't want to set fires in the oak grass because that will burn everything because that would be dumb. But for some reason I got bored and I did magnifying glasses. I did use the magnifying glass, was doing the ant thing. No, I'm not a serial killer. I didn't go past insects. And then it just occurred to me, you know what, if I just took everything flammable out of my garage and burned it, that would be fun. And I did it. And there was no, and there was a pretty huge fire in my backyard, but I did it on the concrete and left a black mark. I don't think my parents noticed that. So, or I just run around and catch bees in jars just because. The fact, the fact that you could like burn everything in your garage that was flammable and your parents didn't say anything about it is hilarious. <laughs> I, I tell people that they're really surprised, but yet they're not surprised. Yeah, like, because I come home and I don't, I don't know, I notice everything my daughters do, and especially my oldest, she did, she's like, how, how do you know I did that? You, I'm like, because, because I know you fucking did it. That's why I'm your mother. And I, and I know, I know how you think. And I'll come home and I'll be like, Amelia, why is this like this? And she's like, 
I'm like, oh, God. Like, I woke up one morning and I went to the refrigerator to make breakfast. And there are plastic ninjas staring at me from inside the refrigerator. (laughs) I'm like, Amelia, why are there ninjas in the refrigerator? And honest to God, she goes, because they had to chill out. (laughs) Well, that was logical. Very logical. Can you get mad at her? Oh, you you wouldn't believe some of the stuff she does. One of my favorite stories to tell is uh, I get a, she's four years old. She's watching Sesame Street in, in my bedroom. And I get into the shower in the morning. I get out of the shower. She's still watching Sesame Street. And I walk in the bath bedroom and she goes, mom. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, people eat meat, right? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, people are made out of meat, right? (laughs) <laughs> yes she goes does that mean people can eat people <laughs> and i go well yes but it's called cannibalism and generally frowned upon she goes okay and goes back to watching sesame street <laughs> I, she was four years old i was like the, the that is great works amazes me what sometimes. the hell was that episode about <laughs> I think Cookie Monster. That's why they. I think it's Cookie Monster. That's why they made him stop eating cookies because kids like inadvertently thought, "Oh, it's cannibalism." Well, it made me wonder (laughs) if maybe they were doing an episode of like one of the characters is a vegetarian, so they talked about it or something, and they were talking about like how animals are made of meat, and she jumped to people. Maybe Maybe. I don't don't know, man. I I got one. It was four. I wasn't going to get anything more out of it than that. I got one. I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but it's still a really cute story, and there are probably people who haven't heard it. Uh, one time, me and my son's mom and my son, we were at a restaurant eating food, and we hear our son go, whoa, whoa. And we're like, what is he whoaing at? So we look behind us, and there is this very lovely lady walking outside in a very beautiful sundress, and he's just staring at her going, whoa. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, Aiden. Yeah, you're in uh, trouble. Oh <laughs> uh, well, it was at least it was him, not you. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, that's the kid who's gonna have girls in his room when he's thirteen. I know. <laughs> uh, good luck with that shit. <laughs> Make sure you nail his door open when that happens. No, just by then. I don't want to watch. <laughs> no, that's what because no, they'll feel weird that you're gonna watch, so they won't do it. <laughs> I don't want to watch. Oh, I, uh, no, uh, no, that's just to make them so they don't do it because they know their parents might see it I'm, and they I'm feel self conscious. That's not gonna stop them. I'm having so much fun listening to the tangents. I'm almost hesitant to click the button again. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Anthony, Anthony, keep this in mind. By the time he's 13, they will have perfected male birth control, and then you won't have to worry about it. That's yeah, that's basically what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be one of those like you will never have sex kind of parents because I mean, that's just not reasonable and it doesn't work. I'm going to be like, I know you're going to be an idiot. I was an idiot. Your mom was an idiot. We're all idiots. So, you know, just be less of an idiot. Take this and don't get don't get pregnant. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. The (laughs) reason why somebody else pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, I don't know. In the future, it could be a possibility. Well, true? I mean, the thing is, is that what I've realized about parenting, I'm not a parent myself, but I was talking to a couple of parents. I said, but, you know, being a, I was a kid once. And I think your par- your parents go into absolutes because they know realistically you will never, ever do stupid shit, but they're trying to do it. So you don't really try. 
the possibility of you breaking your head open, all your brains going all over the pavement is significantly less. Yeah, but abs- absolutes create, you know, that, that, I mean, they that, can, yeah, that like, they can, you, and, and you can, you can never do that. So then you want to do it more. It's, it's one of those things. So like, for instance, when I was growing up, alcohol was not a thing in my family. Nobody said, no, you can't drink. I was like, I think I was like 10 and my mom was drinking a rum and Coke. And I was like, what are you drinking? She's like rum and Coke. I was like, oh, can I have some? Okay. And I took a drink. <laughs> I was like, that is shit. I was like, I was like, gross. I want nothing to do with that. And then as I got older, you know, my parents obviously wouldn't let uh, my friends drink, but you know, they would be like, I'd be like, Oh mom, can, can I have like a, you know, a wine cooler or something? And she'd be like, yeah, whatever. And my dad was the same way. There was never a stigma on it. So as I got older, I never truly went through that. I have to get a shit face as humanly possible phase. Like, Oh my God, I can't have this thing. Now I can have this thing and I must overdo it. I had a similar experience because my grandfather made wine and had a bar in the house. So there was always alcohol there. Mm -hmm. So when when he brought out one of the wines he made, I always got a little bit in a glass. I mean, they didn't give me a giant glass full of it, but and yeah, you're supervised. Most of it was gross. Some of it was amazing, but most of it was gross. Um, I mean, because he made wine. He he would make wine from zucchini. (laughs) Well, I. I would say this for me, I was kind of a mutant. Nobody told me I could never play with fire. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I just was fucking around with it. But I think like the PSA is like, you know what will happen. And I'm like, okay, well, I prefer not to do that. And you just do it exactly. where there's no dry shit. And I then, exactly. So I nobody told you, you, you absolutely positively couldn't do something, but you did know enough to know that, you know, I probably don't want to set every fucking thing on fire. And yeah. Like playing with matches. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the I had the same thing. I, I, was okay. always told, I was always told not to play with matches, and it made me very curious about playing with matches. And I almost burned the woods down behind my house and got very lucky not to. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think it's one of those things back to, you know, I know we get on this tangent of like sex. I'm with Anthony on this thing. I've already had this conversation with Amelia. I mean, she's young, but... But kids do stupid things and they do stuff before you even know they're there yet. So I figure like years of indoctrinating her to understand exactly, you know, what sex is, what the purpose of it is, what her hormones are going to do. When she hits that, she's going to be informed. So for for me, I, I don't I don't lie to her. She, yep. she knows. And um, and I've told her, I'm like, when your hormones kick in and puberty hits, you're going to be stupid. By the way. Thank you. Thank you for that. Because when I had her, she gave me she taught me about the birds and the bees. <laughs> what? And I just she she let me know. She was like she 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 asked me some kind of question like, um, do you and Heather have sex? And I went I turned purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just go and hang out. We sleep in the same bed or you can go like, well, you know, when. When a mo- man and woman love each other very much. And I mean, <laughs> I want to tell you that I completely blacked out and don't know what I said. She was she was satisfied with my answer, but it completely totally caught me off guard. <laughs> I don't know. So like my parents would have only have PBS, and I watched that Nova thing, how a baby is made. 
And then I show, showed like the fucking baby pushed out of her vagina, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's very logical. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So, are we ready for a random topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. sure. Because you know we're going to call this the random tangent generator from now on. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, rolling. I got books. So since this was mine. Um, right now I'm reading called to darkness, um, in the Pathfinder tales line. And it's about a tribe of like tundra mammoth riding people that are like, that are like a tribe of mammoth riding people. And they captured a, uh, a store, uh, they captured a frost giant when it was a baby and raised it as their own when he was young and raised him as their own. And mm -hmm. The frost giant ended up betraying the tribe and killing everybody but this girl. And now this girl has to hunt her adopted brother. And that's, that's the story. It's really shit. cool. They 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 travel basically across the tundra and then they go underground and then they end up in like a jungle dinosaur kingdom and lots of neat alien things and journey to the center of the earth type stuff and sister versus brother, which is really neat. Anthony, are you reading anything right now? Um, no, I'd like to try to go get some of the 40k books, though, because I'd like to read those like the Dark Imperium <laughs> book would be good. Yeah, I'm going to make um, you really happy because I'm going to read um, Horus Heresy as soon as I finish King Killer Chronicles. Ooh, it's a good book series, actually. Ooh. Uh, the only thing else? you really have to do is read the first two books in order. After that, you can pretty much read them in any order you want. Okay. I'm currently reading several books. I am reading it. I am Damn. reading uh, Game of Thrones. I'm almost done with the first book. And what's the other book I'm reading? Oh, uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson book uh, about the galaxy. It's like astronomy or something. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Oh, and the Dark Tower. And I just kind of, whatever mood I'm in, I switch between the book that I want to read. I can't read. I watch things. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I've, I've read some books. I just haven't had time to read books lately just because I've just been so busy creating my own stuff. And that sounds terrible, but, and awful and wrong, but I've just been like, okay, I need to do this. Oh wait, the same brain power that I used to create stuff has to read and watch movies. So I'm like terrible. I like sound like an off kilter hermit. Right now. Well, the topic is books. It isn't necessarily books we read. What are you writing right now? Oh, well I'm doing sepulcher volume two. I'm also planning that Kickstarter to build a better book with uh, personal monsters. I'm also doing Demon Bitch, so that's a webcomic, not necessarily a book, but it's stuff you read. And just coming up with pieces, because I have a, I'm a resident artist at the Hive Gallery in downtown LA. So every month we have like a theme. So I try to participate every month. And just, I mean, I'm not required to, but I do it, you know, just because it keeps me fresh. So I throw that in there, and I've got like another show coming up in San Juan Capistrano for two months in October, and that's a witch series type thing. It's like Day of the Dead stuff. So I I've love just San Juan Capistrano. Yeah, I mean, I heard it's really pretty. I mean, I haven't been there really. I've driven past it. I'm terrible. Oh, who's coughing? Oh, that that's that's Rowan. She oh. she's coughing. So oh. um. No, uh, I have a funny story about San Juan Capistrano. Brian, do you remember this? I'm scared. Okay, well, you weren't there. I just didn't know if you had remembered it. No, so, I don't remember your San Juan Capistrano story. So my sister and I decide that we want to go to San Juan Capistrano because we've never been. And it's, what, what is it, like an hour and a half from Hemet, two hours from Hemet, something like that? Yeah, depending on yeah, traffic. Yeah, that, yeah. 
Yeah. So we drive, we don't tell our parents where we're going or, or anything. We just get in my car and go. And we drive all the way there. We park, we go to the mission. We, you know, walk around and do some shopping and, you know, we really enjoy it. And we get to leave and we have not told our parents where we are. I'm like 18, Rachel's 17. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and I have a flat tire. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two hours away awesome. from our house. I'm totally unprepared. <laughs> I don't have triple. I've got nothing. And we end up having to call our parents. Uh, I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. Like, we had to, like go into a store and ask somebody to like call our parents and we call them and they're like, you did what? So, oh shit. We were stranded in San Juan Capistrano for like four hours while our parents not only made it over there, but then like had to try to find us. And yeah, it was, it was a whole thing. We were in so much fucking trouble. I think we were grounded for like, two months or something after that it was it was real bad but it's a beautiful place to visit <laughs> <laughs> i love oh, going yeah. out there i haven't been out there in a long time i've driven through it when i go to san diego that's the thing like comic-con when i'm driving through san juan capistrano oh that's cool <laughs> I'm driving through it. i feel like an ass but it's apparently really awesome where in where in california are you located me i'm actually in los angeles okay yeah oh i was just where, there where in la I'm in um, near the Glendale, Hollywood area, Burbank uh-huh. area. Yeah, I think yeah. your stuff your stuff would do real well in the vendor room at Strategicon. Really? I mean, yeah. I don't have games. I mean, that's a there's thing. There's all that's... sorts of anime stuff and art stuff too. Ooh, maybe that would be a plot for next year. Like, there's a go... group there's a group that just showcases their um, Maycross and Gundam collection. That's uh-huh. all they do. They don't even sell the stuff. They just showcase it. Oh, I think I've seen those guys. They were at WonderCon, too. Yeah, like they have their paint jobs are really awesome, too. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Yeah, they have, like, one of the biggest Maycross and Gundam collections, and they just put it all out on a table, and you walk by, and you talk to them about it. Yeah, I, I've talked to them their ear off about, um, well, I don't know if it's the same people. Do they just have, like, the paraphernalia, or they actually have builds? I, you, They have the paraphernalia. They might have builds, too, but I only talked to them for a short time. I took a picture of their cards, so I actually – I can include that in the show notes. I just don't Yay. remember it off the top of my head. Yay. See, Chrissy, you you and Brian are much braver than I because I always have, like, these creative ideas and about stories and stuff, and I'm like – no, I'm not going to do anything with that because I don't want to talk to somebody else about my idea. They're going to think it's stupid. And then well, that's, that's, you know, when I'm you done. have creative ideas and you're afraid to, like, write them and share them and stuff, just include them in a role playing game and run them. Or what you can do is just say, fuck it. If it's going to sound stupid, I might as well say it anyway. And the thing is, is that like with me, it just took me being really, really, really fucking angry to get that out. I don't know if you've heard the backstory to Personal Monsters. I think all the other guys have. But I was really, really mad. Oh, yeah. I was really, really mad because I hated a bunch of assholes and I drew them. That's the long and short of it. fantastic. Well, I mean, I didn't put their names on it, but I was just mad. You know, I was getting tired of people telling me, oh, you should just get over it. Like, fuck you if I should just get over it. Because it was pretty bad, some of the shit that I experienced. Yeah. Just talking to you, though, you seem so much healthier then when you first started, you it must be really helping. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it, it just basically gets it out. But also the thing is, like, when I published the book and I got it out, it was so much bigger than me. And I'm not saying that to be, like, um, what is it, cocky. But it amazed me. Like, first of all, okay, here's the thing. I was very, very, very uh, reluctant to publish the book as it a book. I thought it was going to be art prints. And I released some of it on Facebook, and people liked it. And then my friend, who unfortunately passed away suddenly later on, she told me, you need to publish this. And I'm telling her, I'm talking shit about people. How could, how do you want me to publish this? And she's like, going, just do it. Because she wasn't that type of person to talk shit about people. She was a wonderful lady, just awesome. And um, so I published it. And over time, like counselors contacted me about, I'm going to buy this book. I've had people like I, one dude that went through a divorce and I'm buying this book. It helped me through my divorce. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I've had a woman that poor girl, she was diagnosed as paranoid schizophrenic and that made her feel happy for the first time. So you just don't know. And I just drew this fucking angry book. I was like so pissed. I did not hold back about, I'm, I, oh no, I, I drew too ugly and mean and I shouldn't. And it's like, no, fuck this. I'm just drawing this. But it was like, people liked it because it was real. Personal I think they monsters. liked it. Personal Monsters yeah. is actually how I met Christy because it caught my attention as something that could help me. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. So, Christy, may I attempt to describe your book? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's fine. I mean, go ahead. Definitely. Yeah. So what Christy does in Personal Monsters is she, use, she uses her artistry to um, embody things like mental illnesses and toxic people. That so, sounds awesome. So she painted things like anxiety and like I, the rumor monger and stuff like that. Oh, 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 hold on a goddamn second. I think I, I've seen this and not, not, not you, Brian, just like on the internet. Like, I think I've like flipped through and like, there are some pictures of, of that on the internet. You probably have. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know. Wow. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I say, I saved some of those pictures as, as like wallpapers. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, because it's like people say, I've seen your artwork. And I'm like, I don't I have a pretty good rent memory. I may not remember the person's name, but I'm pretty good at remembering faces. And I'm just like, I don't think I've seen you at a con. What are you talking about? Because, you know, when I started out, you know, you're one of many, many millions of talented people like you. People may not know who the hell you are. And like, no, I've seen you. Yeah. And then they read the book. And say, yeah, I've seen your stuff online. I'm like, this is interesting. And like, I'll have a conversation with them about it. It's just weird. It's like, I've gotten to that point. Like, yeah, I've seen your stuff online and I've never met this person before. So it's like, that's cool. I mean, I'm happy with it. I'm glad it reaches people. Yeah. That's kind of like Brian getting a uh, talk to at recognize at the con. Like, Oh, Hey, that's all I need. Yeah. It's like a piece of the Triforce. What can I say? But yeah, it's <laughs> like, I was, I was just so mad and I just fucked this and I just wrote it. I said, I think at that point I just didn't give a shit anymore. What anybody thought. I mean, I just drew it out and, you know, you just got to get to that point. You know, your idea may not be as retarded as you think it is. It might be actually brilliant. Um, That's Erica, I shared one of the pictures yeah. in the chat in Skype. God. That <laughs> picture represents the inner critic. And for our listeners, since pictures don't translate well to audio, it looks like a horrible insectoid creature with multiple limbs with bloody daggers. And at the top, it says, ha, 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 ha. Why do you even live? It's like stabbing you in the face repeatedly. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, no, like, like for me, I don't, I don't know if I, I explain it well. Brian, Brian knows this because, like, he and I will have conversations. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about this, and he's like, you should write that in a book, and I'm like, uh, no, why would I? Who would read that? No, and so, oh, well, you know, when I'm telling you that, I'm just saying, write it down, keep it for yourself. I mean, words have power in print, and you don't even need to share it. Well, not only that, but yeah. the thing is, is that, look, we are like, oh, it, it'll suck and stuff. Look, the first time you do anything, you'll be shit at it. It's just when you're a kid, like when you have people or actors or artists that ha- or do amazing shit. As a kid, they drew it and it was probably shitty when they were a child, but they didn't care because they were a kid. It was like not a really big deal. But I'm just but the thing is, is that he it, it's just that one of those things. Sorry, my cat broke something and that pissed me off. Anyway, um. The, the thing is, is that you just have to do something that, you know, no matter if it's shitty or not, you just keep at it. It's just practice. Like, okay, I throw a ball. I'm not good at throwing balls. Fuck it. You know, but whatever. You're throwing a ball. It's getting done. You know, and eventually if you keep doing enough, you'll be pretty decent at it at least. You know, you just well, got to keep doing it. Yeah. And, and you know, my sister, um, she's going to hate. I Yeah, she's going to hate me. Um, she started writing. And she got published and she was like her third book was published before she even told me. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? And she was like, oh, yeah. and she still she still won't tell uh, anybody what her yeah. pen name is. Erica is not going to recommend not going to share what her pen name is because I I'm not, not allowed to know. No, nope, I am not going to. She writes erotic romance novels and she doesn't want her friends to know what the books are. Exactly. I think, and I respect I, my sister. <laughs> I think erotic well, romance novels would be really fun. And hey, you know, if they can, you know, I would share it, but she doesn't. <laughs> well, I you know, one of the most profitable books, actually. Huh? She's also a very successful author, so it's like, it's like she is. She's very, very, successful. yeah. It's very frustrating that I don't get to know who it is. <laughs> well, and also you got to look at it this way. I mean, at some point, she probably will. I mean, the thing is, yeah. is that in reality, it's like with um, Anne Rice, she re- wrote under, I think, Anne LaRaliere or something like that. I forgot when yeah. she before she did the Vampire Chronicles and she did the Sleeping Beauty stuff. So all in all, I mean, she'll eventually probably get to that point where she'll just say, OK, I write horny stuff. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm, she gets there, she'll get there, Brian. I'll be like, hey, Brian, you want to know? And I'll finally tell you. <laughs> like like as he's dying. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, learns. I'm good. I'm OK. <laughs> well, well it's not know. my secret to tell sorry well at least it's not like porn actors or something like yeah i'm just jumping straight to it <laughs> but no actually it was funny because there's this these two porn actors um buck adams and another one buck adams died but um what it was is that th- these they were two very very popular porn actors and they're going like oh yeah you two should star on a scene to the other and they would avoid the answer and they'd avoid it and they wouldn't talk about it and the what finally came out, they said, okay, look, we're not going to go and do a scene together because we're brother and sister. So everybody shut up then. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, they didn't do anything with each other. It's just that they said, oh, this porn. Because, you know, you get a porn name and stuff. Here, I'm talking about porn with children and babies yeah. around. Jesus, I'm terrible. But <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, the baby's uh, gone now. And she's only six months old. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And I'm wearing headphones. And I'm wearing headphones. Yeah, so I'm, more, yeah, I'm wearing, wearing headphones, headphones too. <laughs> okay. I don't feel as much of a degenerate asshole. So, okay. So, but, I mean, that's the thing. It's like they just said, oh, yeah, you got to go gotta go start together. That would be amazing. That would be hot. And they were like, uh, no. Well, we got other stuff. And it's like, okay, fine. We're brother and sister. We're not pulling the Game of Thrones shit. 
we did some really awesome random topics. So we tangented all over the place. So we talked about graphene, which led to what did, that led to like sex. No, books led to se- No, graphene led to sex. Yes, it did. So nerds. It was amazing. Study graphene and you'll get laid. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you will attract girls because, hey, I'm a girl and I was interested and I told somebody about it. And another girl, Erica here, went and researched the hell out of it. So, yeah, you know what? and it's super awesome. So knowledge is power. So the new, so, new sexy. So the new the new thing should be like, get that bitch some graphene. Bitches like graphene. <laughs> well, you know, you got to make a million dollars off of graphene. We just don't go for straight graphene. You got to tell understand that. I got that bitch leaf. Bitches love leaves. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm I'm Jan- Rick James, bitch. Sorry, I'm, I'm Rick James. Sorry. Why does that make me laugh every time I hear it? No matter because, how out of context it is. Uh, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say that you know it's because it's Rick James, because it's Dave Chappelle, and you have some woman like fucking saying Rick James, bitch, all the time. Well, I think the funny thing about it is when people apparently um, in one of his uh, stand-up comedies, he talked about that. And he's like, yeah, people just walk up to me and are like, Rick James, bitch. And he's like, I'm with my kid. He's like, kid, you not. <laughs> we are out of time. We had a great fun with random topics. I'm going to save the list of random topics because we have another random topic episode coming up. I actually rolled for Warhammer next, Anthony. So we'll make that the first random topic in the next random topic. Where episode wait, wait, do. don't we have to okay. have uh, Captain McDan on for the next Warhammer thing? Um, Captain McDan is a random topic episode. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Captain McDan is actually our next random topic episode, so it's fitting that Warhammer is the first thing. Yes. Oh, good. All right. Uh-huh. McDan will be very happy. Yeah. So bef- before we close, we have to wrap up. So we are going to explain a movie badly to and to everybody because we actually have a movie that nobody here but me has seen. So there is a movie called The Explorers. Um, it is Ethan Hawke's first movie, and it was made in 1985. So for those of you who don't know about movies explained badly, the way we do this is if you pick up a a DVD and somebody who was on drugs or didn't know or was like didn't know what they were doing was writing the back of the DVD. It's basically the DVD cover that the person who wrote it didn't see the movie. So The Explorers is a movie about a bunch of kids who um, who have who um, are all best friends and they're obsessed with space. And one of them has dreams that teach him how to make a spaceship and they make the spaceship out of garbage and they fly into space. And it's directed by the guy who directed the gremlins. That, Ooh, that's nice. it. Hmm, yeah. So I, like that. I do that's like gremlins. That's my bad description. Oh, and Ethan Hawke's first movie when he was a kid. Hmm. Okay. Um, it was one of those like, Oh, well they meet an alien too. They I mean, it, it, it <laughs> like, Oh sense. yeah. By the way, <laughs> Um, it's got River Phoenix in it, Erica. So you have to see it. Oh, it's got River Phoenix in it. Uh huh. Mm, it's right, one of those yeah. '80s '80s movies with River Phoenix. Uh, but Ethan have- Hawke is actually the star of the movie, and it's his first movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's he plays cool. the kid, has the dreams, and he makes the ship. It's sort of like in the vein of all those '80s space movies, like Space Camp and Flight of the Navigator, and um. Um, after E.T. came out, how they all of a sudden just pumped out a bunch of those with, like, kids in space. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in. Okay, I'll yeah. check it out. I totally recommend you see yeah. it. It's one of those movies that I, like, can't believe people haven't seen because it was such a, like, 
popular movie when I was a kid. Well, it came out in 1985, so I guess all of you couldn't. Oh, except for Christy, um, all of you were not even like recognizing movies yet. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. How am I an asshole for pointing out that you were a baby when it came out? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. The Labyrinth came out in like 1984. It's my favorite movie, and I've probably seen it more than anybody else on the planet. I think he was pointing out that you guys are way younger than me in a polite <laughs> way. Well, I was pointing out that they're younger than me and you're self-internalizing it. Well, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I mean, pe- people fucking like confuse me for being 10 years younger. So I'm like, OK, I'll go with it. I get that, too. I love that. I have to show people my idea all the time to prove it. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because like um, I was having dinner with one of my friends and he was taking me out for my birthday. It was my birthday recently. And they were asking me, they were just like, oh, going, and the waiter was so cute. He said, like, are you, he said to him, are you sure she's okay? She's le- of legal age to drink and everything. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> if he did it the other way around, it would probably would have been insulting to him. But, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Christy, um, you are an accomplished artist and author. What would you like yeah. to plug, promote? Um, where are you going to be? What do you want to, how do people get a hold of you? All that stuff. Okay. Well, my main website is horrortourstudios.com, but I also do have a Patreon, which I update with subscriptions like desktop wallpapers, cartoons, art, and stuff. And that's where the weekly, uh, Monday weekly rendition of Demon Bitch pops up. So next, let's see, this is Saturday. Okay. So Monday, I'm going to have a new Demon Bitch up. It'll come up at eight or nine in the morning. And if you like what you see, I mean, it's also another way to follow me. Also on my website, you can follow me. I have an events calendar. On the 21st, it looks like I'm going to be an event. I think it's like the San Gabriel Expo. But I will definitely definitely be at LA Comic Con, aka what it used to be called in the past, Kamikaze. So I'll be there in October. And I'm going to have a Kickstarter come up in October. And I'm looking at this going, holy shit, how am I going to do all this? But it's to go do a large print run of Personal Monsters with some improvements. Oh, that's fantastic. Are you adding any? Yeah, actually, I'm going to add four more new monsters. And with one of the tiers, I'm going to be doing uh, some cards, some trading cards. And I'm going to develop a new pin. It will be a new Kickstarter pin. It's going to be called the Two-Faced Bitch because people have been asking for it. That's funny. (laughs) I like that. Oh, yeah. You'll... one of these days, I'm going to have to do D&D stats for your monsters. Oh, God, that would be quite interesting. And you should post them online because that would be quite interesting and I'd share the hell out of it. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would if, be cool. You know, if in my busy schedule, I can figure out what, how to do it, um, can I use the artwork? Uh, yeah, you can use the artwork. Yeah, you can okay. just post, if you're posting it up online, just say, hey, you know, this is what each monster would have. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I would absent. I'd, I'd put links and stuff on it with credit to Horror Tour Studios and logos or whatnot. Yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. You, I'm committed yeah. to doing this thing. I have no time to do now. <laughs> oh, you I find time, Brian. Time. You always find time. I, I feel that way about fucking everything right now. <laughs> I'll I'll discuss it with you because um yeah that that actually sounds like a fun thing to do. Um, if um and like you we all said, Demon Bish is amazing. Um, it is totally worth just blind backing Christy on Patreon just to see it. It's amazing. It's absolutely hilarious. It's um, don't wait till it's published somewhere. See it early. And plus, you get shit. Like you get like uh, I think the five dollar tiers and up, you actually get custom wallpapers made by me of personal monsters and other things. So it'd be really Ooh, cool. I like personal stuffs. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I was on the fence. And can you draw me? Can you draw me as a plague marine? <laughs> 
Oh, Plague Marine. Well, we, I can do a commission. We could talk about that. And that would be that would be separate, but I'm down with that. Do, do you know what a Plague Marine is? I'm curious. I am familiar with Warhammer. I don't know about okay. that class of Marine, but I do know about Warhammer in general. She, um, Christy, Christy is a resident at a lot of cons, so she's familiar with everything to a degree. Oh, okay. So she has like a little like little dip of knowledge in everything nerdy. Oh, yeah, pretty much. And if I don't know, I'd research it. I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, yeah. Like, I mean, there's people like I haven't followed. I followed some anime, but I'm not like completely familiar. I mean, I used to be an anime back in the day, like hardcore, like Dirty Pair and all those other ones, you know, uh, Dirty Pair, Silent Mebius, those guys. And now the newest ones I'm kind of into is I don't think it's exactly new, but like Hitalia because it's just fucking weird. But, you know, it doesn't mean that I won't look at the anime and kind of do a background search on it and then, you know. At least get myself familiarized generally with the world. I mean, look, I can be like Erica. I can research graphene and be really knowledgeable about that shit. So. Right? That's right. I, I do that randomly. I'm like, what is this thing I have never heard of? And then I deep dive. All right. I <laughs> oh, need yeah. to make a confession. I need to make a confession. When you said that we should start the topic with graphene, I rolled my eyes. I went, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. And you absolutely proved my, me wrong. That was an amazing topic to come up with. Thank you so much, Christy. You're welcome. You're welcome. As I said, yeah. it's do the impossible. Like, think outside the box. It's like, why would you do that? I'm like, why not? Actually, <laughs> I, I liked it so much before everybody else got on. I was like, Brian, we should just do a science episode on just science stuff. We you should know, do a I, science episode. I, that would be awesome. I think exactly. that the reason I rolled my eyes is just it wasn't because I didn't like the topic. It's because I don't know. I guess for me, yes, that kind of topic is really nerdy, but I feel like I have to be really reinformed like really informed about it to talk about it and it triggers my research brain and my perfectionist brain and then I start having anxiety and then then I have that big like thing with the daggers from the personal monsters book chewing at me and that triggers depression so I have this like blob monster from the personal monsters book hanging on me and then I don't want to talk about it anymore so I avoid those topics because they trigger my personal monsters so your perfectionist gets the best of you is there a perfectionist personal monster? Um, I think the inner critic does, but I don't think I've done. I don't know. I mean, it's a good thing. I don't know if it's the overthinking monster, but right now I might overthink it and therefore like not think of this monster and draw it. But that's See, a good monster to think about. Perfectionism, I, I from that perfectionism for me kind of manifests as a ball and chain. It's like as I start working in something, it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier until... Um, like Sisyphus, I never get to the top of the mountain and I never actually accomplish the thing I've tried to accomplish in the first place. Yeah. That is true. I have to say that 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 is one of Brian's big things for sure, which I think is ridiculous because he's good at it. All the things you don't have to be perfect at anything. He's good at so many things. I can't imagine, you know, if he was perfect at absolutely everything he did that that's. Yeah, I, well, so I was talking about this on the Patreon a little bit in that. My perfectionism hit me really hard because, um, as a lot of people know, I just started a full-time job, and I can't be as big a perfectionist editing the episodes as much as I used to because I don't have as much free time. And it killed me to have to leave ums and, and stuff just to be able to finish on time because I w it would take me three hours to edit an episode, and I just don't can't do that anymore. And 
So I had to leave some of the ums and some of the repeated phrases and some of the stutters in the episodes. And I listened to them and I was like, I don't know why I was ever removing them in the first place because they sound fine. They have actually did a study and apparently when you are too perfect of a speaker, people are less inclined to trust you. But if you just say uh, um, occasionally, not all the time, then that actually means that you kind of are a human being. Yay, humans. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, we That's fuck good. everything up. Yeah, we kind of do. Well, we also create awesome things. Let's not forget that. <laughs> That's true. It's a two-sided coin. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. listeners, if you want to find us, you can find us at facebook.com slash nerdpodcastradio, and you can communicate with us there. You can also communicate with us on an email at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, anthony at... Uh, uh, dot com one of these days i'm going to make an email for this and that's what it'll be it'll just be like dot com barf.com barf at gmail.com and you can also reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at cursey smurf erica at nerdcast radio um we're on patreon at patreon.com slash radio. Support us, see cool content, or don't and listen to us. We love you both ways. Um, and reviews on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Um, if you review us, we'll mention it here. Thank you so much. And that's it. So we talked about random shit today. We had an amazing talk. Um, I fell in love with Christy Shen all over again, and I want to have her back for sure. Um, I think everyone else agrees as well. Yay. The love is there. I, I, I'm definitely looking into this demon bitch thing. I, I didn't know anything about you before we started talking today. All I did was look up the graphene. So, oh, yeah. So. Can, can you um, can you hook up Erica by sharing some demon bit or the and the rest of the podcast by sharing some demon demon bitch to our private chat on Facebook? Sure, we can do that. I can that do would that. be fantastic. Cool. Give her a little yeah. give her a little taste. Oh, yeah, it's bad. The next one, she's pregnant. That's going to be great. <laughs> and it's handled in a way that's truly awful. Okay, I'll do that. Well, um, so this has been um, Super Vegan Brian. Um, bye, everybody. And um, Hindu Anthony. Bye. I love you all. Kersey Smurferica. Bye. And thank you so much for coming, Christy. We appreciate having you here so much. And you, this is your second time, and you're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And bye, guys. I, I, I look forward to this. And this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay informed, stay nerdy, and stay awesome. Say, right. say goodbye, Anthony. Goodbye, Anthony. Anthony, Anthony shut up. Show. Will, 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 will,